Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 well good afternoon everybody it's a different pop the question today if you've been listening in lately we've been missing half the team here Dr. Joe Skoda has been a busy, busy man, and so we have had a few other things. We had an interview. We had uh, some uh, good stuff, but it's never the same as when I'm in the studio with Dr. Joe Skoda. He and I have been partners now nearly 20 years, and we love this radio station. We come down here every Saturday. We have it's a, a 30-minute program, and when this first started, it was a five-minute program and then a 10-minute program, and then they said, okay, yeah, you're okay on the radio. We'll, we'll give you 30, so... Uh, that's why we're here. We want to try to make people more aware of their health and their health care and what they can do to be healthy. You know, I've once heard a, a phrase said that your health is your first wealth. And really, it's close. Uh, but I would say your spiritual health is your first wealth. And then your health is awfully far. It's very close behind, I tell you. It is wonderful to be healthy. I treated some patients this week where he had just turned 90, and at the same time, they were celebrating their 67th anniversary. And this is a great team. I mean, these two people, I would love to spend the day with them. We could probably go hiking together. He's in excellent health at 90. His wife is, I think, four years younger than he is, and you'd never know it. She is in super shape, very sharp mentally. And uh, praise God for that, because many of us have seen uh, many types of dementia, increasing around us. Alzheimer's is a term that's very well uh, known these days, and uh, uh, it is just one of the many dementias. When there's brain damages and loss of brain cells, there are different types of dementias. My uh, father-in-law passed last year, and he and his wife lived with us, and uh, he had a dementia that was really a sweet, gentle passing. Uh, He never raised his voice, never got angry. He would smile. He would still uh, have puns, and uh, but he was demented, and uh, he spent his last eight months in a hospital bed in our home, and uh, then the Lord quietly took him. So it is a sad thing when we see the aging of our uh, parents, uh, of friends, loved ones, uh, and uh, the mind starts to go or the body starts to go or both. I hear the discussion, which is better, your body to go or the mind to go. Uh, it's just better that you go and get to heaven and, and uh, you enjoy heaven on earth every day on, on earth uh, is a blessing. So uh, we're going to talk today about how to keep those days on earth healthier. And uh, one of the reasons that we're here is to tell you about chiropractic because so many of you listening in right now have never been to a chiropractor or you may have gone to a chiropractor and had a bad experience and said, I went one time. I've had so many patients when they answer that question, have you been to a chiropractor? They said they went one time. And I said, well, why just one time? And they said, it was just not a good experience. Well, Joe taught me a good saying. He says, if you have a bad haircut, you don't quit having haircuts. You just go and get another barber. And that's the way I'd have to say about chiropractic too. This town 
has wonderful chiropractors in it. We're right in the between two chiropractic colleges, one in Spartanburg and one in Atlanta, northern Atlanta, Marietta area. That is Life College over there. And um, Joe's a graduate from Spartanburg Sherman College, and I'm a graduate from National, which is in Chicago. Uh, I was a Florida boy that thought it would be interesting to go to Chicago. I heard they had a great chiropractic school, and I did get a wonderful education. But, boy, I'm glad to be home in the South because the few years I was there, I remember one month there were 30 days in a row and never got above freezing on this uh, temperature uh, on a bank. You would go by and see the temp, and I kept waiting to say, when's it going to get up for freezing? It was over a month, and uh, I think we had like seven feet of snow that year, and it, it covered several cars that were just parked. They would just be completely covered. So it's nice to be in South Carolina. And, hey, it's springtime, folks, even though Gordon Lightfoot's singing about summertime dream. I, I guess it is a summertime dream. It's coming. But if you're behind on getting that uh, grass seeded for the spring or getting your aeration, uh, hey, it's almost past you, folks. But uh, we, my grandmother, uh, my mother-in-law, says there's one more cold spell coming always in May. She calls it Blackberry Winter, so maybe that's coming. But we see more and more people now in the last month in the office, and it's things that they're doing that they haven't done in a long time. They're now getting in the yard. They're shoveling. They're raking. They're laying out a lot of pine straw and planting. Uh, I just want to tell you, folks, on I have two replaced knees, so I cannot squat like a catcher. But even if you can, if you're going to be planting, just get a short stool and sit on that stool or get one of those movable carts that sit about a foot off the ground and sit on that and just move and, and plant in a, in a seated position where your legs are out with a bend in it, like a 90-degree bend in those legs. And that's so much easier on your back. Your back now is erect and you're not bent over, and uh, that avoids a lot of muscular. Matter of fact, the last couple of patients I saw this week were strictly muscular strains, and they were very inflamed. And you'd be surprised how many people still put heat on an inflammation. Do not do that. If you have an acute problem in your back, it is ice, 30 minutes of ice, take it off. And uh, if it persists for a day or two, it's time to get down to your chiropractor and see if maybe something's out of place. Get it put back in place. A chiropractor's uh, role is basically to re- return you back to the way God designed you. His design is perfect. He is the healer. Hippocrates was... Uh, Uh, He was noted as saying, nature heals, the physician merely assists. We just change that a little bit and say God heals, and the physician merely assists. But that's what Joe and I like about uh, chiropractic, and I know he agrees with me uh, that, uh, you know, we get a chance to just help return people to how they were originally designed. It's like being an engineer and you've got a bad bridge, and you know what you've got to do to fix it. you just got to have the time and the materials, and... Same thing with chiropractic. Sometimes it just takes a little time, takes a little work, but uh, it's always uh, our goal to return the body the way God designed it, and uh, then it's at its optimal health, and that's what we all want is optimal health. But see, I'm acting like Dr. Skoda's not in the studio, so I, I want to throw it back to Joe, and uh, good to have you back, brother. I know you've, you've been busy. Uh, you want to kind of bring us up to date uh, about what you've been doing? Sure, Lee. And, it, yeah, it's good to be back. appreciate you. Um, covering for me and uh, given bringing the uh, program to the listening audience. We've had quite a few good interviews in the last several weeks. I know we have a local midwife and another colleague of ours that uh, does it just a little bit different than us. Of course, I'm speaking to Jen Stewart with Wellborn and then 
Dr. Brian Davis over at LifeLogic. And uh, glad to bring on different uh, respected colleagues in the area that we use and interact with. And it's just good uh, to to sometimes do a little bit of a different program and, and explain to the listener, hey, these are good providers in the area. This is how we interact. Mm-hmm. This is how we correlate mm-hmm. back and forth. And yeah. and ultimately, really, we're just kind of educate the, the listening audience. I, we, think that, I think they may be surprised on how much referral back and forth there is. About. Quite a bit. In fact, just just before just this past week, we were, I was on the phone again with Jen over a, a mutual patient. And um, like I said, uh, Dr. Davis, he, he, of course, did a, a little bit of a special program on allergies. Uh, of course, no one in the upstate of South Carolina during this time of the year has allergies. Not 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 anyone. It's <laughs> barely anybody, right? Uh, of course, that's the exact opposite. Almost all of us deal with it in some way, shape, or form. Especially but I'm always cars. But as, I'm always careful though. Before I complain too much about the allergies, I remember that the pollen serves two purposes for us. One, I like to eat without pollen and and the flowering and all that stuff. It's it's hard to get food out of the ground. And number two, it's part of what makes this area so beautiful. So. Uh, I'm careful to complain about the rain as well. When it when it rains a bunch, it's like, well, wait a minute. I, I like to eat, so without rain, there's no food. And even if you're a meditarian, without rain, there's no grass. And without grass, there's no cows, right? So uh, we can we can make lemonades out of lemons sometimes. Um, it is a pretty time of year. And then, of yeah, course, the rain, of course, makes everything uh, grow and and be beautiful as well. Uh, but that was that's it's just been super busy in the office. Of course, uh, our colleague in the office, Dr. Panera, has been out for several several uh, months now, uh, getting better on medical leave, but uh, getting better, getting closer to coming back to the office. So I've been covering the covering the shifts for both of us, and uh, I've appreciated the time away from the program just to rest and and cover everything that we have. Lee, want to talk about education? One of those weekends in there, we actually had another ART seminar here in Greenville, and that was mm-hmm. the third one now we've had in about a year and a half. We'll, we'll do another one in the fall, uh, and it looks like we're going to be doing two a year here in the area. And if you're not familiar with ART, if you've listened to us for any length of time, uh, you know that ART stands for active release technique. It's this very special soft tissue technique, a very specific, a very effective soft tissue technique. It's not magic. It doesn't cure everything. Uh, nothing does, but it is very effective, and it's very good, and it's a very nice complement uh, with chiro- hands-on chiropractic care. Uh, I've been doing it now. It's been in our office since about 2011, and then the primary provider for that left the office in 2016, and I've been doing it ever since. So six, six and a half years now, and been an instructor uh, in the active release technique for the last two, j- just before COVID uh, Joe, is when I started doing that. I think a good thing to point out, too, is I've been in pra- practice over 42 years and I've never used it. Uh, there's a lot of chiropractors who don't. It's not like in every chiropractic mm-hmm. office who wants you to be. Yeah, aware there's only of that. a couple thousand of us nationwide. So yeah, and there are a couple here in town. Uh, well, there's there was only two for quite some time. Mm-hmm. It was myself and and Dr. Nelson, um, providers, uh, chiropractors that do active release in the Upstate, and that was one of the reasons to bring uh, the seminar series to this area. People tend to, uh, whether it doesn't matter whether you're a psychologist or a dentist or a medical doctor, a pharmacist, chiropractor, we all have continuing eds. Teachers do it too, lawyers, accountants, and we tend to get those CEUs or those continuing education units close to home. I mean, sometimes it's nice to travel and do all that, but most of the time we get it close to home. It's just easier, it's efficient, it's more it's more cost effective. So that was one of my uh, motivations to bring active release to the upstate. We've got a great area. It's easy to get into and out of GSP. Uh, it's nice for some pe- people to get out of those big cities. But the local regional, this past seminar, we had about 20 colleagues. There were two other instructors that came down. Uh, so it was three instructors to about 20 colleagues. They, they like to keep a very low 
um, teacher-to-student ratio mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because the, the seminar is mostly hands-on. That's how you learn active release. There's a little bit of lecture, a little bit of a little bit of discussion, but it's mostly hands-on teaching some students. We had two students come down out of come up. I'm sorry, out of Florida, uh, but really regional uh, chiropractors coming down out of Charlotte, the, the Low Country. We had one from Inman. Uh, of course, Dr. Panero now is in our office. She's full body certified. She's taken her first three seminars in the active release techniques. Um, we Tennessee, need you, we need you back, Natasha. Georgia, Come. Georgia. There's a, it was it was a great seminar. And again, we're doing another one in the fall. So it's part of the purpose is, and we've talked talked about this on the radio. Uh, you know, I was a chiropractor that only did adjustments for 15 years, 14, 15 years of my career. And we helped a lot of people. I helped a lot of folks. Oh, sure. But it's the actor release is just want, such a wonderful addition, and and it does open up um, the options. It's it's another tool in the box. Yeah, There's like more that. things that we can treat effectively, simply, and right there in the office, right along with the adjustments. So it's really and lead having this radio program um, has helped to educate people. And we get folks that come into the office now and say, you know, I heard you on the radio program. I want to give ART a try. I've had regular chiropractic care. It's done okay. Mm-hmm. Can you take it any further with, with active release? And the answer is yes. And, and we've talked about this too. Of course, sometimes people come in and say, I've had active release. Sometimes what they need is an adjustment. So not everybody gets the same thing in our office. It's not a cookie cutter office. We have the same tools. That's our, we have this, I have the same skill set that we apply uniquely to each person in each case. So that's that's part of where I've been. Um, I guess one other ART link over the past several weeks. It's done now, praise the Lord. But we had that transferred. There was a there's a plant a manufacturing plant down in Greenwood, South Carolina. Uh, it's Eaton. It, they make electrical components and stuff like that. And a long time ago, Active Release figured out how to deploy um, our services on site for manufacturers. And so across the country, I mentioned there's several. There's about eight nine thousand Active Release providers. And I would say about um, 5% or less of those are what we call EPNs or um, elite providers. And really, it's just, a, it's just letters. We go through another test. And what that means is we're qualified to do corporate work. So we go on site to usually it's, usually it's manufacturing where there's a lot of repetition. And we work on employees on site. And we take care of things before they become full-blown claims. So we had a, a colleague down there that serves that contract, serves those hours that became ill, and I needed to cover that for them for a couple of weeks. And I knew I couldn't do it long term. It's too far away. Um, but uh, we got that. Uh, I, I just filled in a, a small, just a couple of weeks until we were able to get that fully covered. So that's another way. If you didn't know, active release not only is it good for athletes, it's not only it's, it's good for uh, patients in the office, but we it's deployed corporately as well, and it really drops uh, OSHA recordables and and uh, injuries on site because we get to the root of the cause um, or the root of the problem. I'm sorry, before it becomes a full blown pop problem. And, you know, I will mention Joe to uh, to the listener that uh, this is a chiropractic uh, related program, and we are a chiropractic office first. But the active release, like you say, is another tool in the tool belt. Not everyone coming into our practice gets it. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, the percentage, it would be interesting to know about what percentage are getting it. But it's uh, certainly less than half of the percentage receive it because they may not be uh, really in need of that. But it is something that he is able to, to do. And he's really, between him and Natasha, they're, they're the ones that do it in the office. I just will sometimes recognize and say this patient certainly looks like they're going to need it. That's a nice thing, too, about our office now with the two of us for so many years 
and now a third, uh, the conference of uh, doctors uh, between each other over an X-ray. And, and even when we have the two or three of us to look at a film, sometimes we've got to take that film or that MRI. And uh, I had to do it earlier this week, too, and take it to a specialist, a special radiologist to help us uh, interpret and read it because we had some suspicions or uh, we needed clarification. So, you know, we're not an island unto ourselves. And, and one thing we want you to know in healthcare is that you want to have a good medical doctor as well. You want to have a good PCP, a primary care physician. Uh, it's needful for certain things that certainly aren't chiropractic problems. Uh, we work with some of the PCPs. We work with some of the other specialist medical doctors, too, the pain control docs and so forth. But everybody has their niche, and uh, uh, Joe has been able to add that other niche to the office, and that's that's been wonderful because we practiced, I guess, 15 years, Joe. Well, about uh, before we even added it to the practice. Dan was with us, though, for some years. So. Well, no, just, I mean, you started. When did you start? I can't even remember. Three, I think. You oh, started in 03. Mm-hmm. So we met each other in 04. At early 04, we started working together in 04 mm-hmm. and became partners in early 05, right? So like January 1st, 05 is the paper, but what, what the paperwork says. Working but we started working together in 04. And then when did um, Dan join us? He joined us in some 2011 or 2012. So it was just, okay. it, we were, we were about together about years. seven seven years or so before, seven, eight years before we started um ART. Yeah. In so, the office. And that was a busy, it was a growing practice. And there's lots of great practices in this city and region that's within our listening area that are chiropractic only. So we don't want to be, we're not putting them down. We're just no, saying, not at all. We're saying this is just something uh, that is special. Speaking of special, I heard uh, on, a, on a Jeopardy program that was aired earlier this year. I, I'm a Jeopardy fan. I enjoy it. I like the trivia. And uh, the final Jeopardy question was this. So, see, this is a good one for you to know, and, and you can pull it on your uh, colleagues, your friends. What was the word of the year in 2021? It was a three-letter word, three-letter word, okay? And they said it had something to do with, with cows. Well, I think it would be better to say it's a Latin word for cow, but uh, actually uh, – I could say this. It's a three-letter word that has to do with COVID. So would you think you might know what that what is? You got an idea? It is starts with a V as in victory. How about that? Does that help you? V-A-X, Vax. Vax is the word of the year in 2021. And it's sad that that has come that way, that uh, that we feel like we live in a world that, that vaccination is the is the word of the year. I look back when I graduated high school 50 years ago, the word of the year that year was laid back. So I, I wish we were a little more laid back <laughs> in our society these days. It's certainly, uh, certainly we are not, but I, I sure, sure I'm seeing a little bit of slacking on the, the masking and so forth, but uh, still in flight, I think going internationally, there are some places that are opening up actually not requiring the jab. So um, we were a conservative group. We, we know that this is a real disease. All of us in the office have actually had it. We've gone through it and got it behind us. And, uh, you know, we know it's real. But say, word of the year, come on. Maybe it should be thank you, Lord. Uh, we are we are blessed people. And and I got to say, not to embarrass, you can't, he, Joe won't turn red anyway, but if, on the radio you'd never see it. But uh, he has been a blessing to me because I practiced for 25 years without a partner. I had associates, and they're different. An associate doctor is different than a partner doctor. And uh, for these last 20 years now, 
the partnership has just been wonderful. And we appreciate the partnership with this radio station because uh, that's why we have uh, this program. And let me remind you, if you're just listening or even if you've listened to the whole program, the name of it is Pop the Questions. We want to remind you how to pop the question because that's how it started. It was a live program where people would call in live. And we found out now with families, this is an easier way for us to keep in order and be ready to go uh, and even research a question, and that is to have you just email us. So go to our website of docpop.com, D-O-C-P-O-P.com, and uh, it's awfully easy to learn about our practice. You see the beautiful faces of our wonderful staff. We have a small team, a good Christian office, and uh, wonderful working together, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, but we also have a Contact Us page there, and you can just go there and send us a question, and you'll get an answer. It'll be a phone call. It'll be another email back. Um, or we might even want to put the question on the air. It might be uh, a really good one. I remember some of the ones were, what was scoliosis? Do you treat sciatica? I was surprised with some of the questions, Joe, that we would get, because if we started a program a week of things we treat, we couldn't do it in a year, frankly, uh, especially now with the addition of what you're doing with the ART, mm-hmm. because there were things I saw as a chiropractor alone that with chiropractic manipulation alone, I really couldn't give them the best care it did need extra help well of course there's always those top things that we treat there's always you know you've been in practice 40 years i've been in 40 plus and i've been in practice 20 plus now and it, it, I, it dawned on me the other day the longer you're in practice the less new things you see and the less strange things that you see um you know you tend to those are the things we tend to get tested on uh, coming out of school and to pass boards and proficiencies and competencies they tend to be the weird things you know what is hip dysplasia? What is, um, you know, uh, I don't think it's spondylolisthesis. But that one's pretty common. I'm trying to think of some of the uh, basilar vagination. Some of these things are really um, uncommon. You don't see them less than one in a million. So, you know, in your area of the country, one provider who works by himself for, or herself for 20, 30 years may never see some of these things. So we saw an odd one uh, several weeks ago. And we are an office that, that works with x-ray. Um, the adjustment is very uh, gentle, relatively, and when you take when you look at things that we do outside, you know, uh, car accidents or even some of the sports that we play, football, soccer. Um, of course, you have you know high impact stuff now like CrossFit and MMA and and even X Games. I've never really been a fan of those, but once in a while you're flipping through the TV and uh, fan personally, like I don't care to watch for them. I don't have any problem with them, but I just don't watch them. So BMXing and skateboarding and some of the extreme. Uh, snowboarding and things like that. It's pretty intense things that we do. So now we're not comparing that to chiropractic. No, not at all. Well, no, actually, I am. I, I really am. Some of the things that we choose to do physically, uh, the adjustment does require force. It does require us working and and adjusting or manipulating whatever word you want to use. Um, but compared to the things that we choose to do, it's very very gentle. Now I've got some big patients. I got some boys that are 285 plus, you know, three 315 plus, and they it requires a little more effort than for grandma or grandpa. Um, but it, again, compared to the things that we choose to do in our lives, it's very gentle. Good point. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, but we're still putting a force into the spine. It's it's mild. It's it's specific. It's purposeful. Um, but it's still a force, and so we need to make sure that the patient is. Uh, healthy that it, they can receive the adjustment before and I know there's some offices out there that do some different things and maybe they adjust a different way or they choose not to 
to do certain things and, and they don't use a ju- uh, x-rays, but we have just caught so many things over the years in x-rays and they're so reasonable. They're so easy to do. The technology, it's very quick in our office. The, uh, the technology with the rare earth screens and the high voltage units, the actual once in a while I'll get a patient say, now how much radiation is this? And listen, folks, the, the four x-rays that I generally will take on a patient, you, you get more x-ray in a, in a flight from Atlanta to Dallas or Atlanta to San Diego. Uh, a day at the beach at Myrtle is is more X-ray than the four shots that we take in our in our office. But the information that we get is so crucial. Uh, just a, a really rundown of, of we really had a run. Like I started this segment by saying, you know, in 40 years and 20 years, the longer you're in practice, the less weird stuff that you mm-hmm. see because you've seen more of it. Um, Seems like we've seen a lot of the last weird six stuff weeks or so. Year. We've yeah. seen some very interesting X-rays, and we've we've taken pictures and uh, sent out to colleagues and looked at things. We had a reverse curve in a lumbar spine, which is very odd to get. That's the only one I ever saw. Coupled with uh, congenital block fusion and advanced degeneration. So congenital block means from birth. Uh, instead of two segments that's fused into one, it's just the way she formed in her mother's womb years and years ago. And that's treatable. But if I if I go into that situation and start to manipulate and adjust without full knowledge that I'm provided by through the x-ray... I could, not going to hurt her, but care could be ineffective. We could string her along. I'm going to make her sore. I need to see. Um, I need to see what's going on before we can give good, effective care. And one of the, Lee, Lee, one of the reasons, or not reasons, I'm sorry, one of the examples I give to folks over the years is, you know, if you and I get in a, forget, forget GPS for a second. Let's just say you and I get in a car, say we're going to California. Just go west, young man, right? I mean, eventually we're going to get there. We just keep going west, going west, going west. But if we had a map, we're probably going to get there a whole lot faster. And now with Google, we can avoid road closures and avoid speed traps and <laughs> take the alternate route. It's amazing what the GPS does. Yeah. Um, but that's what the x-ray provides. It provides a little bit of a roadmap, and it makes us safe. You wanted to say something because... Well, yeah, yeah. we're off on a little x-ray rabbit trail, which is not a bad idea no. because that is something that comes up. I'm surprised of the people who've uh, not had an x-ray of their spine and they've had a, a lifetime of spinal problems. But, Joe, it's not always something in the spine we see. We've seen some vascular things, mm-hmm. and, and I think people are saying, what, vascular on an x-ray? It's not normal, but uh, there are some uh, situations where you see calcification of certain vessels, and uh, we've seen a couple of doozies this year, mm-hmm. and uh, you have to be cautious of that. Uh, For instance, as we age, it's not uncommon to see a little bit of calcific change in, in the lower abdominal aorta. Right. So that's the main vessel that, you know, the descending aorta that comes out of your heart and then it splits around your around your pelvic area and it goes down both legs, turns into the femoral artery, so the, the artery that supplies each one of your legs. And it's not uncommon for that area to get a little calcific as we get older. But you know it's in my mind. Yeah, oh, yeah. This, per- this, particular, this particular patient, we could see almost the entire aorta from the descending down and then we could see the bifurcation or the split it was like a tree it, yeah we've <laughs> never seen that before and and up high right underneath of uh the branch descending we could actually see the hepatic branch and that's the branch that goes yeah. off to the liver so we just let the patient know look this is an unusual finding it's not uncommon to see a little of this you have a lot probably need to take this x-ray and at least have your gp it doesn't mean anything um we didn't diagnose anything but you definitely want to see and, Lee, we started earlier in the program talking about how we correlate with other medical practices. This is one of those ways. Mm-hmm. So we let the patient know, like, this is a chiropractor. We're chiropractors. We're not going to diagnose this. Obviously, it's calcific. Take this to your GP or your heart person. Just let them know. Be aware. Uh, and the more that we can do that and communicate, the better it is for the patient. 
I think when you're communicating, sometimes the simplest things to us as doctors will say a statement. I might speak for five minutes on something to someone and then say, okay, tell me back what stuck in your mind. And it might have been some of the simplest thing I told them where I would have never thought that that was important to them, but it was very important to them. And one thing we do in our office that's a little different, I will say, and we've chose to do it. I praise God that everybody on the team, my doctor, partner, and included uh, believes in that the second visit that the patient comes in is a visit where there's much one-to-one with the doctor about what we have found and what your options are. Now, it's one-to-one on the first visit, too, because you're with Joe uh, or Natasha uh, for the whole hour uh, of consult and examine and so forth. So it's different. And as the time winds down, it's not different. Time marches on. So I'm going to have to yield to the clock and say we thank you for being a part of Pop the Question this week. Join us Saturdays at 1230 for another edition of Pop the Question. 